All right, let's make this happen in four, three, two, one. Sunday, December 19th, 2021. It's me, it's me, it's your favorite PhD that ain't using his degree. It's Dr. Goose on the line with my boy on the other side of the state. He has finally sweated the Packers game out. Mr. Fermi, how are you? Good. I love I love that they squeezed that one out. They almost gave it away. Ravens went for two at the end, which I like the play call. Not the actual physical play call. I like the idea of going for two, but... Um, luckily, they, they came up short, so Packers win. Well, it's just me, you, and Fred the Pharmacist in our bowl pick here, but right now, Mr. Fermi, I, I wish I would have taken all of my picks. Uh, the under missed on Middle Tennessee, Toledo. The over hit two in a row for uh, Northern Illinois, Coastal, Western Kentucky, App State. That was an easy one. That was a track meet. UTEP plus 11. BYU, an outright winner. Liberty woke up and decided to cover the over themselves. Utah State and Oregon State, that was a penalty turnover fest. That could have went over. And Louisiana covers minus five. Uh, Fermi, how are you doing? I think I'm five and three right now. I, I think I have, I'm probably three and five. We had a lot of different picks um, in the first pot, but I think I'm about pretty much the complete opposite of you. Not that we got the same games right or wrong, but um, I missed missed on the under as well in Toledo. That was a... Did you see that game? It was sort of a backdoor. They scored with a minute left. To right. Go over. Of course. So. Of course they did. That That was about right. I, I, I did see that. Um, it's been great so far. Dogs and overs, you know, and, and that's that's kind of right up our alley here. Um, this week is a great week of games. I, I don't care what anyone says. I really like these matchups. Every single day, starting tomorrow at 2.30 with Old Dominion and Tulsa. Old Dominion sitting right now. At getting nine points over under fifty two and a half, Fermi the the Monarchs here have had an incredible run five in a row, covering everything. Uh, pretty split on over under, if you will. I think their last five, their three unders and and two overs, but they won five in a row to get to this bowl game. I don't know how interested Tulsa's going to be. Myrtle Beach. I vacation there and a vacation there every year since I have been alive. And let me tell you something, Fermi. When you come from out in in uh, it, from where Tulsa's coming from down to Myrtle Beach, bad things can happen. It's a cheap town. It's a fun town. I can see Old Dominion traveling well, and, and them even actually the line just dropped on my screen. It dropped to minus eight. It dropped a full point. I'd say take Old Dominion uh, over over a touchdown. Yeah, so I like Old Dominion as well. Uh, they made a QB change about six weeks ago to freshman Hayden Wolf. He started the last six games, and like you said, they rattled off five wins to get bowl eligible. So I like Old Dominion. Momentum on their side. I definitely want to take the points. Um, and, you know, Hambone's doing his bowl mania as well on ESPN. I would have this as a pretty... I'm going to take Old Dominion to pull off the upset in bowl mania but it's going to be a very low confidence level pick probably in like the four to five range but i love taking dogs in in uh bowl mania tuesday at 3 30 kent state wyoming love this bowl the famous idaho potato bowl um wyoming minus three and a half over under 59 Here's, here's a little craziness. I've been following Wyoming all year. Their offense is atrocious. I have no idea how they're 27th in rushing. I, it's, it's Xavier and Holiday. Um, I'm sorry, Validay. I'm sorry, Xavier and Validay. Yep. And um, just thinking of the holidays. 
and they're ninth in passing defense. But Kent State, who just got demolished in that in that MAC championship game, um, it seems like they should have a better uh, a better output here. They go fast. They're only sixty fourth. I'm sorry, sixty second in passing, but they do have a very good rush defense. But they're both of these defenses again. Wyoming's defense is ranked ninth, but. I mean, look what happened to them against Northern Illinois. They almost lost to Northern Illinois earlier in the year. I can see this one becoming a track meet early for me. I don't see Kent State really stopping anyone on the ground. They didn't do it against Northern Illinois. I don't see them doing it here. And I don't think that Wyoming has ran up against anyone that is going to or can move like Kent, uh, like Kent State. Um, the other half of this is, is I understand that the game plan for North Illinois now was to slow the game down, which they did, but I think they were better suited to do so. It was a total misread on my part. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't have taken Coastal Carolina, but Coastal's D was better, but look, look what happened in that game. It was like 49-41 or 47-41 or whatever it was. Uh, to me, I just don't like a side in this game, but I definitely like the over for me. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going the opposite of you yet again. I know you love over, so I'm actually going under here. I think so. Wyoming's best defensive player, linebacker Muma. He, I thought he was going to go and declare for the draft and, and sit out to stay safe. Uh, sounds like he is going to play. And I wasn't overly impressed with Crum's numbers this year for Kent State. I know they put up points, but I, I do think Wyoming's D is going to keep them in the game and just keep that Kent State offense in check. So right now, I right now the line that I, I saw earlier this afternoon was fifty nine. Um, so I'm taking under 59 um, in this one. I, th I think it's going to be a little bit of a defensive struggle. San Diego State and UTSA in the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. Uh, little interesting here. San Diego State started as plus 2.5 and, and are now minus 1.5 over under 49. Did I miss something for me? So the big news there is McCormick is not playing, um, and it, it upsets me a little bit. So sincere McCormick is good. he's sitting out, um, focused on the draft. But I still I'm going Roadrunners here. I, I love them. This I've loved them all season. I think Trailers they're an unbelievable coach, and I think they cap an awesome season and get their first first bowl win bowl win. So I'm taking UTSA to cover. Well, they're getting points now, but I still like that money line. I I, I have UTSA in our bull pick'em is minus two and a half. I would definitely take UTSA plus one and a half right now. Think if this comes down to a touchdown or a score, and they go to for two points, you know what I mean? At the end of the yep. game, I, I, but I don't even see how San Diego State scores a touchdown in this game. Their offense is atrocious for me. It's absolutely yeah. atrocious. And they were banged up. Well, they got hit with the COVID bug in the in the uh, Mountain West final against Utah State, and that's it was a bloodbath. So I know they had some key personnel out on the offensive side of the ball, but I still think UTSA wins this game even without McCormick. I just think they lean on the pass more, and they got some weapons outside that are very under the radar. So um, I, I'm taking UTSA. This is a, it's going to be a really good game. It is. It you is. Know, Twelve and one, eleven and two. This is a good game this early in the bowl season. Wednesday, the 22nd, Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Mizzou getting four against Army. Over-under is now 57. I took the over at 58, and I like Army minus four. I think if there's a team 
or a, a group of teams that play well after a loss. It can be as typical as you want, but it is going to be the 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 the, uh, the military teams. And I'm telling you right now, I think Army blows the doors off them. I don't know if this is as bad as the Army Houston game a couple years ago, but for me. Mizzou's run defense is atrociously bad. 124th in rushing. They give up over 230 yards a game. Um, Army puts up almost 300 yards a game. I could see this not being like three yards at a clip for me. This could be 15 to 20 to really big explosive plays on the ground, and this one could easily sail over. Yep, I'm on the over, and I also like Army. Um, for our pick I'm definitely on the over. Uh, I I really like Army as well, and it's because of the, exactly what you said. Their rush offense, and Missouri doesn't play anybody that is an option-style offense in the SEC. So they're just, I mean, Army's going to sort of punch them in the mouth early. And I don't think Missouri's disciplined enough to stop that run. They get, they're going to get hit from all angles. The one thing I wish I knew is if Tyler Batty was playing for Missouri. He is. I do, he is playing. He I is. wasn't. I didn't see that he was out, so I, I should have assumed he was in. But he is a game changer, man. He can do it all. He could keep them in this game almost single-handedly. Um, but I, I still like Army to cover, and I, I definitely agree with the over. The over is my favorite play in this one. That's why I went when I saw that he was in, and they lost their, their best quarterback. Now, I don't know if that's an issue against Army, but anything in that game helps. Because especially if you need to come down, you know what I mean. Guys making tackles, guys making plays against Army. Um, it just it just seems like this one should sail over. So and this is on turf. I mean, it, it could be it it could be a track meet. And I know that sounds silly for for like an Army game, but I'm being serious. Um, on the 23rd, Thursday the 23rd, the Frisco Football Classic for the teams who got in North Texas, getting three against Miami of Ohio. Over under 55, I've got to be honest, Fermi, I took this one blind, if you will. I took over 54.5 only because of how many plays North Texas gets in a game. Um, I, I can't name a player. I mean, it, it, Miami of Ohio's 20th in passing offense, putting up about 30 a game. Their defense is middle of the road for Mac and whatever have you. I just really have no insight into this. Call, call the big cat and call Zans because... I'm being a homer on this one. Yeah, so I'm on the over as well. I also love North Texas and how many plays they run. I was on them earlier this, this season against Wyoming, and it, it cashed in. I think this game gets to the 60s. I think Matt Miami is going to lean on Sorensen and try to target him on the outside. He was big play guy, all matching the last like, three or four weeks. So I, I do think this is going to be a little bit of a mini shootout uh, over under 54. I'm, I like it in the 60s, so um, I'm on the over as well. UCF in Florida in the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. Florida minus 6.5, over under 55.5. Uh, for me, I, I, again, I would like to think that this over should come in uh, for for this game. It seems as though the addition through subtraction, after uh, Florida gets rid of its head coach, they start playing a little bit more succinctly. They, they, they do well, sort of, figuratively well, at the end of the year. Um, other than that, you, you know... I know they, they did well against Florida State, right? They they come out with a win and they, and they get into the bowl game. So, I don't know. I mean, what do you think? You're the Florida guy. 
Yeah, so this is crazy. There are a lot of missing pieces in this game. So, of course, Mullen get canned. Napier's in, obviously not coaching this game, but it's it's a nice time for all those youngsters to showcase their talents for Napier, which I always like that narrative in bowl games. Um, I think it gets guys up to play hard. Uh, Florida is without their backup quarterback, Richardson, who has had a couple starts, but he's out with an injury. Their best receiver, Copeland, and their two best defenders, Diabate and Carter, are not playing all three of those guys because of um, targeting the NFL. So they're just, they're done. And then UCF has lost Gabriel. I think he had a collarbone injury or something. And he's transferring. He entered the portal, and I think he landed at UCLA. So a lot of new faces in this one. UCF will definitely be hyped to play. I think Florida plays hard because of the coaching change. I like over as well. Line is pretty low for a Florida game at 56. Um, and I think they're just going to open it up and let the guys play. So that's their defense has been bad all year, even despite losing their top two guys. I mean, it's going to be bad. So I think this could be a little bit of a shootout. Memphis and Hawaii in the easy post Hawaii Bowl. Uh, Memphis minus eight and a half, over under fifty five and a half. Cordero is out for my uh, Hawaii. He's gone. I think he transferred to San Jose State. Um, I, I would like to think that that Memphis can put up points here. Seventeenth in passing. Uh, it's not the Memphis of old, but their defense is not good. I have no idea who Hawaii is putting in at quarterback. Um, but their their passing defense is bad. Their rush defense is is bad. Um. I don't know. For me, again, I'm, I'm I'm being just a straight homer here, but it just seems like there's going to be no rhyme or rhythm as to why anyone should play defense. <laughs> you know, what I mean, just take the over. I got I got the over uh, fifty. Uh, what what it moved on me here? Hold on, fifty five and a half. It op- It started at sixty one. It's actually dropped. Yeah, it dropped quite a bit. I mean, it's crazy. I saw it today at fifty six. So um, I am sort of going gut feel here. I love that Hawaii's at home. I don't think it matters that much, but um, I do like Hawaii in this one. I think plus eight and a half is where the line is right now. Your pick, I'm sort of locked it at six and a half, but I, I like Hawaii plus eight and a half. I think they find a way to just stay within a score, home crowd. Um, this is more of a gut feel. I, I, I do not think Memphis is that good. Uh well, definitely compared to old, but I, I still don't think they're that much better than Hawaii. So I, I'm taking Hawaii in a close one. Georgia State and Ball State, last bowl game here for us for this week. In the Tax Act Camellia Bowl, I love the fact that there's a bowl on Christmas Day. I don't care. Georgia State minus five over under 50 and a half. I would have to say Georgia State minus five in this uh, for me, but I, I, I really, I might just stay away from this one uh, and just enjoy it on Christmas Day. Yeah, so I'm I'm also taking Georgia State uh, minus four and a half is what I saw today. They are going to just pound the ground. I do not see Ball State having a stop an answer for them um, on the ground. I, I think this they could eat clock. Georgia State does operate pretty quickly, so I would not be shocked if this sails over either. But I like Georgia State minus four four and a half um, in this one. That's that's my my play here. For me, Christmas Day. Your Green Bay Packers, 4.30 p.m., 
Minus six and a half over under 45. It's actually funny to me that we have these major holidays and there. I'm, I'm like the guy cheering for it, but at the same time, I'm like, oh my God, who'd go to a Packers game on Christmas? I guess people would. Uh, Green Bay Packers, minus six and a half over under 45. And the Cardinals, minus four over under 49 and a half. Goodness gracious, people should be opening the second half of pre presents and having their Christmas prime ribs and their rib roast. But Fermi, do you have any insight into those uh, Christmas Day games? So I love the Packers. I think them at home, I think they can cover the Browns. Man, I the Cards have been really struggling. I mean, a huge loss today against Detroit. Um, they are back at home next week. Christmas Day against a Colts team that is surging. But I do like the Cardinals back at home, sort of in a must-win. Them giving one away today it really hurts them in the NFC playoff picture. But I do think they bounce back. Colts are a dome team traveling west. Um, Cardinals, I think, return to their, their normalcy, and they, they eke out a win next week against the Colts. Any final thoughts for me? This is our second bowl uh, podcast. We have one more that we're going to do next Sunday. Anything headed into the holiday? No, I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to the Bucks saints game tonight. I mean, they're getting ready to kick off here within the half hour. Um, I'm hoping the Saints can sort of upset the Bucks. As you, as you mentioned, I'm a pretty big Packers fan, so I would love to see that happen, but I just don't see Tom Brady giving one away tonight. But we'll... We'll see what happens. One thing I'm thankful for is Mr. Fermi. Every week we've done this, I enjoy this. It's it's, part, it's one of my favorite things to do throughout the course of the week is to talk some football, get your mind off things. I hope you all have a safe uh, and, and happy and merry Christmas and happy holidays um, You know, with your families and everything that you guys do with your children and all your extended families and all the insanity that comes with it. Enjoy some sports, eat some good food, relax, and know that we're safe here and know that we're happy on the Anonymous Gamblers podcast where it's only a problem when you're losing. Have a great one, everyone. We'll talk to you guys next Sunday.